Hey there, friend. I am so glad you're here. I just wanted to open up this episode by letting you know I'm taking a few weeks off from making brand new content while I settle in with our new baby and settle into a new normal with our family. But you are not going to be without awesome content. Today and for the next few weeks, we are going to have replays of a previous episode that has been a favorite of many people. And it is super relevant in our lives today. So I know you're going to be blessed as you listen. And as you do, I would love it if you would think back to maybe one of your favorite episodes and share that episode with a friend. The links to the show notes for this specific episode is going to be in the description in in your podcast app. So you can just click on that and it'll take you right to the show notes where you'll get all the original information from either the guest or any details that you need from that episode. If you have a question that you would like to have answered on a future podcast, you can send it my way at kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me. I just love connecting with you and answering your questions. Many blessings on you, my friend. Enjoy today's episode. beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Good morning, my friend. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time of day you're listening to this, hello. I am so glad you're here. Welcome back to Rejoicing in Motherhood. Do you realize how absolutely precious you are to the Lord? Do you realize how much you bless the heart of God? You, mother, As you mother your little ones, you are blessing the heart of God. Matthew 18, 1 through 5 in the Passion Translation says, At that time, the disciples came to ask Jesus, Who is considered to be the greatest in heaven's kingdom realm? Jesus called a little one to his side and said to them, Learn this well. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable like a little child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually humbles himself to become like this little child is the greatest one in in heaven's kingdom realm. And if you tenderly care for this little one on my behalf, you are tenderly caring for me. When we take care of our little children, or our big children. When we care for our children, we are tenderly caring for Jesus. Mark 9, 36 and 37. 
Then he had a child come and stand among them. He wrapped the child in his arms and said to them, Whoever welcomes a little child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not only me, but the one who sent me. So when you see your children first thing in the morning and you wrap them in your arms and you say, good morning, child, welcome to the world of awake people. You are welcoming Jesus. When you pick up your new little baby and you hold them in your hands for the first time or for the 26th time or for the 7,282nd time and you welcome them with your love and with your life and with your heart and with your care, you are welcoming Jesus and not only Jesus, but God, the father himself who sent Jesus. Matthew 19, 13 through 15. Then they brought little children to Jesus so that he would lay his hands on them, bless them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded those who brought the children saying, don't bother him with this now. Jesus overheard them and said, I want little children to come to me. So never interfere with them when they come. For heaven's kingdom realm is composed of beloved ones like these. Listen to this truth. No one will enter the kingdom realm of heaven unless he becomes like one of these. Then he laid his hands on each of them and went on his way. Jesus was so in love with children. Jesus wanted the little children to come to him. No matter what quote unquote, big thing he was doing, no matter whom he was talking to, little children didn't interrupt him. They were part of the people that he came to love and to serve. He loved them. And when we love them, we are loving him and showing our love to him. Luke 9, 46 to 48 The disciples began to argue and became preoccupied over who would be the greatest one among them. Fully aware of their innermost thoughts, Jesus called a little child to his side and said to them, If you tenderly care for this little child on my behalf, you are tenderly caring for me. And if you care for me, you are honoring my father who sent me. The one who is least important in your eyes is actually the most important one of all. Jesus always took time for children. And in every one of these stories, he not only shows us his love for the children, but he also calls out a blessing over those who are caring for these children. That's you. And that's me, mama. When we care for our children, we are literally blessing God. We are showing our love for God by loving our children. Do you realize how valuable and precious and important just the very act of loving and caring for your children is to Jesus? Do you see how you are touching the heart of God when you love and care for your children? Everyone wants God to know they love him. We're always trying to show him we love him in in many different ways. We go to church, we read the Bible, we talk to other people about him, 
We pray. We talk to him and tell him how much we love him. And all of these things are so good and valuable. But are we missing an obvious one that we're doing all the time? Maybe we're not even giving ourselves credit for mothering our children. When we are soft and kind to our babies, it blesses God. When we're teaching our middle schoolers, it blesses God. When we correct our children, it blesses God. When we faithfully make dinner for our families, it blesses God. When we wake up in the night with our babies over and over, it blesses God. All of our nurturing and loving and discipling and directing, none of this is missed. Do you remember in the word it even says, even a cup of cold water that we give to a little child is a blessing to Jesus. I literally just put my kids in bed before I came down here to record this podcast. And I went back several times for cold water for my babies. My two-year-old needed some water. Even my 10-year-old needed some water. I was running back and forth, filling up water bottles and giving it to my kids in bed. Now, could I say to them, hey, get your own water? I could, and sometimes I do. But I gave it to them tonight. And now as I'm sitting here and remembering that, I'm like, you know, that was a blessing to Jesus. I had a good attitude about it tonight. (laughs) That's not always the case, but tonight it was. I had a good attitude about it. And when I do that, when I give my little kids, when I give my kids a cup of cold water at bedtime, I bless Jesus. Sometimes as I'm going throughout my day, I just tune in to him, tune into the spirit, and I just feel the pleasure of the Lord. And I know that these basic everyday things are a blessing to him. So I want to encourage you to start to tune into that and pay attention to what you're doing and how it is actually blessing Jesus. I want you to know, my dear friend, that you are making a difference. You're making a difference not only to your children and to the world, but you are making a difference to the Lord. Your very life is a love song for Him, and He loves you for it, and He appreciates it. Sometimes when I'm holding my children, holding my babies, and taking care of them, I feel the Lord's pleasure, and I feel Him and hear Him saying to me, Thank you. Wow. Ladies, we can minister to Jesus by ministering to our families. This is something that I don't think we think about enough. We consider things like preaching and teaching and praying and going to Bible studies. We consider that service and ministry to Jesus. But what I'm saying and what I see in the word is that just caring for our children, correcting them, raising them up, discipling them, teaching them the word of the Lord, just giving them a hug when they're sad. Those things, those everyday things that we do constantly 
and maybe without even thinking about it, those things bless the heart of God. Matthew 25, 34-40 Then the king will turn to those on his right and say, You have a special place in my father's heart. Come and experience the full inheritance of the kingdom realm that has been destined for you from before the foundation of the world. For when you saw me hungry, you fed me. When you found me thirsty, you gave me drink. When I had no place to stay, you invited me in. And when I was poorly clothed, you covered me. When I was sick, you tenderly cared for me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. Then the godly will answer him, Lord, When did we see you hungry or thirsty and give you food and something to drink? When did we see you with no place to stay and invite you in? When did we see you poorly clothed and cover you? When did we see you sick and tenderly care for you or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Don't you know? When you cared for one of the least of these, my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love for me. Dear friend, I hear the Lord saying that to you today. Don't you know, when you picked up your toddler after he scraped his knee, you showed love to me. When you stayed up late with your teenager to talk about what was on her heart, you showed love to me. When you cuddled your little boy after a nap, even though he was grumpy, you showed love to me. When you nursed your baby in the middle of the night because she needed some extra care, you showed love to me. What you are doing matters, my friend, not only to your family, but it blesses the Lord. Hey, it's question time. Okay, great and super relevant question this week. I've had this question from several different people, and so today's the day to answer it. And the question is, how do you keep your kids healthy? Yep, we're all thinking about this as school is beginning, as fall is coming, as we're spending more time inside, probably just, you know, stuff goes around. How do we keep our kids healthy? What are some of the things that I do in my family to keep my kids as healthy as they can be? All right, to start this off, I just have to make a disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I am not a medical professional. I am simply a mom who researches and asks lots of questions. So please do not take this as medical advice. You can take this as my personal opinion and my experience, and you can do some more research and see what will work best for your family. But I'm going to tell you what we do. I would like to start my answer by saying that keeping kids healthy is not a contest. I hope that frees some of you right now. (laughs) Keeping your kids healthy is not a contest. Sometimes we pick up something. Sometimes the kids get sick. It is not a contest. But here are my best tips for how I do my best to keep my kids in their healthiest state. First off, lots of fresh air and sunshine. Really. I like to get my kids outside as much as possible. Fresh air and sunshine is the really 
really one of the best ways that I have found to keep them healthy. And I think that's why typically in the summery months, in the warmer months, when we're outside more, we're in the sunshine more, our immune systems love that. That's so, so good for us to be outside. So get outside, get some sunshine when you can. And we try to eat as much real food as possible and limit sugar. Because like it or not, sugar does feed viruses. Another thing I do is I try to give my kids these supplements pretty much daily. I say pretty much because, you know, life happens. Um, And I will link these in the show notes so you can see exactly what we use. But we like to give them vitamin C, vitamin D3, some zinc, and fish oil. And I have honestly found that the fish oil makes a giant difference. Honestly, even more than the vitamin C, which would seem like that would be a gimme, right? Everybody knows about vitamin C, but fish oil is really, really awesome. There are some little chewables my kids take that are like a little lemon or strawberry flavor thing. Um, I have little drops I give to my babies. It's just, it really helps us a lot. It's helped made a big difference in our family. Uh, We do elderberry syrup sometimes when we're under the weather and extra C and D and This is a super obvious one, but I learned the hard way that washing hands after coming home from outings with soap and water really improves their health. (laughs) So what do we do if they do get sick? First of all, remember, it's okay. It's okay. It's not a contest to have kids that never, ever, 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 ever get sick. Sometimes they do. And in fact, there are actually some even immune kind of training benefits for their immune systems when they get sick once in a while. There is a wonderful blog post about this, and I'm going to link it in the show notes from my friend, Heather Dessinger. She blogs at the Mommy Potamus blog, and she um, is just, she just has a really good perspective on this. So I'm going to link her blog post in the show notes for you to read about when healthy kids get sick. So one of the first things we do, if my kids get sick, we take immediately remove sugar and dairy because those two things seem to feed whatever they have. And then I either double or even triple vitamin C and vitamin D for about a week. And that seems to really help a ton. That just really gives them an extra boost to be able for their bodies to be able to just take over and fight it. Um, we also do elderberry syrup. I like to have them soak in a very warm bath with Epsom salt and some lavender essential oils. And then I rub their chest and neck with some diluted oils. And I'll link to some of my favorites that we use in the show notes. And we diffuse oils in the night when they're sleeping um, so that they can sleep well. And it also helps everybody else who's in the room with them because we have multiple kids in each bedroom helps stop the spread of what's going on. So I hope this is helpful to you as you keep your kids' immune systems in tip-top shape. So hop on over to my website and I am going to have for you a free download of a healthy kids cheat sheet where you can download for free and I'll have all this info in a really easy to reference PDF and you can print it out if you like and keep a reference or whatever you want to do with it but it's the healthy kids cheat sheet and it is going to be over on my website at kirstenvossler.com slash freebies. And you'll see the link to to it in the um, description as well. I would so love to answer your question on the podcast. Would you send me a DM on Instagram at rejoicing in motherhood, or you can find me, reach me at kirstenvossler.com slash ask me. 
And that is all for this week. I bless you with the joy of the presence of the Lord in your mothering this week. May you recognize his pleasure and delight over you. And may you know his heart toward you is so good and kind. And I bless you that you will truly understand that you are blessing him as you nurture and care for your little ones. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week. And remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.